Leah here. You've probably been wondering where we were this month. Full disclosure, it's all on me. I've been dealing with migraines, a fractured shoulder, and subsequent mental health stuff. I hope you can understand the crazy delay on these episodes. Welcome to our double feature Promvember adventure. It's a fun, fierce, fancy, and fabulous couple of films. Let's get on to the show. Welcome to Tell Me More, Tell Me More, the podcast. I'm your host, Leah. And I'm your host, Adesia. And this is a movie musical podcast where we watch a movie musical and then we talk about it. We are in Promvember, fun times, teen times, woo-woo. And (laughs) we're starting with Everybody's Talking About Jamie, the West End show turned Amazon Prime original movie, I guess. Um, do you have any history with Everybody's Talking About Jamie? Uh, so I actually heard about Everybody's Talking About Jamie first from the, you know that they have like these West End showcases where like the different shows that are going to be on Oh yeah, yeah. like saying like one song so I actually heard about it first from there um I don't remember what year it was <laughs> everything's a mess now but I think it no. I think it had just started so they were like building a promo for it um but yeah no that's why first I didn't think that much of it but then it started to gain like hype I think I meant to go see it at some point, but I just mm. never did. Much like six, <laughs> just <didn't. laughs> fair enough. Um, but fair. yeah, no, that's 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 pretty much the extent of my history with it. Yeah, I saw it as you know um, years ago. <laughs> I also have like no concept of time, but years ago. Uh, I think a friend of mine had, or was it my housemate? It was my housemate. He got uh, tickets. He won tickets through Today Ticks, and he had won tickets to two different shows from Today Ticks. And so he gave me the Everybody's Talking About Jamie tickets, and I was like, okay, I have to go. It was like last minute, and then... uh, I went with a mutual friend of ours and we were like front row, center, essentially just like dead on, which is like not necessarily the best seat, by the way, for everybody's talking about Jamie, because like there's stuff that happens a little bit more like in the depth of the stage that we just like didn't see. But there is a pro shot that was uh, done and like played in cinemas and stuff around the time. Uh, so it does exist on YouTube if that's a place that you want to go to to see, you know, things that you shouldn't be able to see, but you can. Um, <laughs> I'm not condoning like illegal acts or whatever, but 
you know, it is available. Um, and yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. It was so fun. And John McRae, who was, um, you know, the Jamie at the time, uh, so good. He has a little cameo here and I love that for him. Just like, I was just like, yay, when I saw him. Um, Where was he? He played younger Loco Chanel. Oh, oh, oh. Right? So cute. <laughs> I was like super excited for that. Um, and yeah, he's super talented. I'm absolutely, I'm actually super pleased with how this turned out, the movie that is um but yeah the show very great loved it and that's it <laughs> <laughs> so this uh, this month is one of the rare chances that we get doing this podcast where everything <laughs> is modern everything is set in this age because <laughs> yeah. it doesn't it doesn't happen that often i'm not yeah. gonna lie <laughs> um that's true <laughs> But, so this is set uh, in Sheffield, in England. Um, we have... Oh, also, G- I guess it's uh, based on, like, the real-life story. Of, yes, true. Uh, sort of, there was, like, a document, a, I think it was BBC, not sure, but it was a British yeah. documentary um, on... Jamie Campbell and when he was like 16 or whatever and he was like very young drag queen or like wanted to become a drag queen and it's like that story essentially um so it's based on that and then obviously like I said (laughs) became a West End show and now to the screen with Max Howard Jamie New in this version of events is a young boy goes to school um he seems to like do side work in the morning before he goes to school his mother works shifts uh at a grocery store i think it is his mom is a single mom and he is best friends with this uh muslim girl uh, whose name is pretty uh, and she both of them seem to be kind of outcasts and get bullied uh, so they kind of stick together so they're at school and their teacher is talking about having realistic career goals uh, because you know some of the kids want to be YouTubers of course it's a pair of twins that want to be YouTubers and <laughs> <laughs> just uh, and and you know kind of praises pretty because she wants to be a doctor and when it comes to Jamie he kind of uh, dodges it at first but uh, after the song it comes back around and he says that he wants to be a performer uh, but she and the teacher's like oh I had such high hopes for you but uh, the song is basically detailing what he wants to be which is a drag queen and don't even know it there's a clock on the wall and it's moving so slow it's an hours to kill and a lifetime ago i'm a superstar and you don't even know it in a wonder bra and you don't even know it so fun oh gosh yes exciting 
Should yeah. mention that we did a dance to this at the showcase. We did, we did, we absolutely did this. Um, another mutual friend of ours was like, because we were doing like a musical theater showcase thing, and they wanted to do, um, they wanted to do every this specific song from everybody's talking about Jamie, because they're obsessed with the. One of the subsequent Jamies after John, um, Leighton Williams. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a very fun song. Uh, we get into Jamie's hopes and aspirations immediately, um, and yes, they they have exams coming up. It's the end of school. That's coming up. There's a prom and exams and all of these things. So this is what we're heading towards. It's also Jamie's birthday this day in particular. We cut back to his mom. She and her best friend Ray. Um, Who is are... the lady that actually played her when I got to see it on the West End. Just oh, really? Yeah. I got to see it. Oh, room. nice. I'm like, ah, losing it. <laughs> I, love, I just love how much like they incorporate as much as they could of the show itself. Mm-hmm. Um, like as like even going as far as having Bianca Del Rio in it because Bianca was at one point Loco Chanel on the West End, so it's just like I just love that they're <laughs> how connected it is to the stage. Show. She was the art teacher for like two seconds, wasn't she? Yeah, <laughs> I was, I was like... super excited. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, they na- they say her by name, and then it's like. I was like, is that someone I know? Because I don't watch, I don't watch Drag Race, so I, right. I'm just like, I only know some of them. Like once the show is over and they continue like doing yeah. stuff. So Jamie and uh, Pretty are heading home, and Pretty's like, oh, how do you think you're going to be with your dad there? Because as we mentioned before, Jamie's mom is not with his father uh, for reasons that we figure out later but Jamie says his dad has texted him and it hasn't been that long since he's seen him which I'm not certain that that's the case by the end of the film I I think it's been very long since uh, and he was just like saying that to Pretty but Apparently, uh, his dad's going to be there, and when he gets home, his dad isn't there, and his mom says that there was an emergency at work and he couldn't make it, uh, but he left a card which has like a race car but had fifty pounds in it, so it's all right, <laughs> and Jamie has this jar that is his shoe fund I'm guessing that he was preparing to get shoes but his mom ends up getting him the expensive shoes that he wanted for his birthday uh, his very first uh, pair of uh, heels for his his um, drag countenance yeah, I love the sort of banter they all have with each other, yeah. like Jamie and Ray and the mom, just like 
the back and forth that they all have. They're so witty. I love it. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> That's a great, like, I love the little family that they have together. Um, San's dad. Oh, dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dad. Um... But yes, Jamie is a bit sad still that his father couldn't be there um, and starts to think about him a bit more and we get the song Wall in My Head. Over the wall, over the wall, I see my future standing tall. So I keep climbing and climbing and climbing, it's wall in my head. My favorite part of this is the hand over brick over hand over brick. I don't know why, but every time I get there, I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> I did replay that part a couple times. I'm not going to lie. So good. Um, um, yeah. And we have like images of him as a young boy um, experimenting with his mom's makeup and stuff. Um, yeah. Like as we see this, as he sings this song. The song is detailing that his dad said something that has made this wall that he has to get over. We don't find out what he actually said until much later on. Um, so I'll leave it until later on to say what he said. Um, oh, suspense. <laughs> <laughs> so we get back to school and Jamie is waiting in the revision room for Pretty, who I guess they're the only ones bothering with revision. Everyone's busy with getting ready for prom. Um, But he shows her the shoes and confesses like what he wants to become, which is a drag star. And Pretty is confused. I think bless her soul (laughs) bless her little heart (laughs) it's just like you so because the way that Jamie describes it it's just like you know when we used to play dress up I just never want to stop doing that and she's like okay (laughs) I don't really but at, at lunch she's like that's weird I guess but we're both kind of weird in our own respects so I guess that's fine I support you anyway (laughs) (laughs) Dean Paxton who is a bully that we met uh, initially he's calling pretty a whole bunch of names and uh, it tries to insult Jamie but his range of insults uh, seem very limited for him. Yeah, yeah. it's like really because he's like, he says a whole bunch of horrible stuff to Pretty, and then is just like, Jamie, you gay, 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 gay boy, and Jamie's like, <laughs> yeah, Dean, I call, I, I call myself gay, like. It's not an insult, sweetheart. I describe myself that way as well. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. I was like, there's there's so many that you could, like, you had no trouble. But maybe he's yep. just repetitive. Maybe that's his shtick. Anyway, um, Jamie manages to get him to buzz off. Um, and 
pretty feels so bolstered and it's like yeah actually you can wear these shoes you should wear them to prom and and, you know like you should be a whole drag queen at prom that's what you should do and they get the song spotlight uh the party's just starting and you don't want to miss it the party's just starting almost so close you can kiss it i remember when you I would used to do that from <laughs> <laughs> just to annoy <laughs> yes oh my god I don't know why that part it just every time I think about that part that's all I can hear just like the accent of it all um, <laughs> but yeah it's a, it's a really fun song and the night is going down all eyes on you and then na 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 all eyes on you but yes, as this song ends and the lunchroom becomes a dance floor, Jamie feels confident now that this is going to be what he's going to do. He's prepared to mm. go out and, and do this, actually. Uh, Jamie knew. Uh, the boy's so nice, he came out twice. He ends with that. And I'm like, cute. <laughs> Jamie starts uh, looking up uh, things on the internet. His mom comes. We kind of see like glimpses of their relationship just a bit. Uh, his mom always seems like very supportive uh, of him, which is why at the end I was like, "Boy, if you don't, <laughs> I know, I know, <laughs> I know." Like, I think because like, she's like overcompensating, obviously, because she knows what yeah. a horrible man Jamie's dad is. Even though she won't like allow herself to show that to Jamie, mm-hmm. um, I guess to protect him or whatever. But um, yeah, because she's, I think her fear of rejecting anything that he sort of seems very passionate about is very evident it happens a couple times where she's like kind of scared like should he be doing this but at the same time being like i'm not gonna be the thing that stops jamie from like being who he is um because there's already too much of that around him in his life even Mm -hmm. though he's not aware she goes up she goes up she ends up going (laughs) to (laughs) um to see wayne Jamie's father actually and he uh, seems to be living like much better off than they are um, like their house has like a proper like gate <laughs> I don't yeah. mean I don't mean it that way but it's just like it looks like it's built up like there's yeah. a path that goes up to it we don't even see the full house whereas with Jamie and his brothers you could tell that they live in like it's two-story, but it's kind of small. It only kind of makes sense if you live in England and know the kinds of houses and, and the kinds of people that would live in certain kinds of houses. Yeah. That makes sense. His mom goes to see um, his dad, and he's with this new woman. She was driving his car, apparently. I don't know if it's his girlfriend or his fiance. I don't think they're married yet, but they're together, and... 
the mom is not laying into him but I don't think she has the power to lay into anyone honestly but <laughs> she she's just like I can't believe like you didn't like on his birthday say anything I'm sick of covering for you and the dad's just like then stop just tell him yes. the truth no in- <laughs> like no interest not at all and like being kind to mm-hmm. her or his own son because he's homophobic as fuck but like it's crazy uh-huh. like it's it's wild that like he doesn't even feel a lick of shame from like absolutely abandoning the two of them yeah. and he like also just to like rub salt into the wound is like also i'm having a son a real one this time and i'm like i want to strangle you sir what the fuck is wrong with you yeah, like it's so <sighs> he's like i feel i feel bad for the son that comes out because I feel like the kind of person that we've gotten from these pieces of him he's going to try and like make sure yeah. that his son is like manly which mm. you know that might work out fine but it could also raise a very toxic individual so I mean, it's more than likely going to. <laughs> like, if we're being honest, it doesn't seem like that child has, a, like, a chance, really. Yeah. To have anything but, like, a horrible understanding of what being a man is and yeah. how they behave. So, yeah. Also, this is the, a song from the show is cut here. Um, which is one of my I mean to be fair I like the whole, I like the whole cast album I don't know why I was about to say like one of my favorites all of them are um, but the there's a song here where the mom like sings um, like about like if she could go back in time she'd be like hey girl no don't fall for him but she Not... can't also it's not in the movie so <laughs> this is true um, but yes, instead we just getting get um, the dad saying that uh, he doesn't want, or rather that Jamie doesn't like need him. He's done his part. I'm like, what part have yep. you done? Yeah. Um, He's not even 18 yet. Like that. I mean, I'm. I don't necessarily subscribe to the idea of like once a child is 18, like you can just like drop them at the end of the ocean and be like okay learn to swim like i don't that's yeah. not necessarily how i believe uh family should work but not that i have any say now of that but what i'm saying here is like the kid's not even 18 he's not even at the mm-hmm. age where he is a legal adult who's like been raised at this point um so it's like yeah what do you mean your part sir <laughs> so we get Jamie and Pretty. Jamie manages to locate, well, he, he thinks it's House of Loco, but it's House of Loco, uh, which is apparently a drag shop. And that's where he like, plans to get his first dress. He wants Pretty to come with him, but she says that there are some doors that she needs to walk through on his own. And he goes inside and he meets Hugo. Hugo is 
Hugo is the aging mentor classic in these uh, things, but it's an aging drag mentor. Um, he seems significantly older than Jamie. Um, I mean, Jamie is 16, so he's very much <laughs> like, my God, child. <laughs> he explains that drag because uh, he initially thinks that Jamie is there for fancy dress but he starts to explain like drag and like what uh, drag artists were they weren't just pretty they were like warrior queens um, and he begins to reminisce and go over like this is what it was like he has videotapes um and we get the song this was me which it starts to detail his drag persona of loco chanel um which amazing um <laughs> so loco chanel like going all the way up through the aids crisis and how it actually affected people in their community, protests and marches and all of these Diana. things. Yeah, I was sobbing, it, it, like Oprah was just <laughs> sobbing. This is like I was, just I don't. It's like because like the the song itself isn't even like a ballad. It's got like mm -hmm. like a little pulse underneath it, like. You know, a little bit inspirational or whatever, and it's like, this yeah, is me. Na, 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 or whatever, and it's like seeing all of these like happy moments, and then like these very poignant moments, and then these very sad moments, and so it was like a mixture for me of like just like seeing people live as a tr their true selves, which always makes me like happy, and like that was part mm -hmm. of the emotion. And then it's just all of the aid stuff as well, seeing like the heartbreaking parts. It was just like, stop. <laughs> just like, <can't. laughs> I think I was, I was so surprised because I thought it was just going to be like old show clips. Mm -hmm. um, but no, <laughs> I, just, I was just like, oh. No. I was, it's, oh. Mm. I think the cameraman who I guess she was in love with. I don't know. I don't know the extent of the love. But it was just like, no, the cameraman has AIDS. Yep. Clearly he's dying. I'm just like, what is So are you serious? Right? Oh, tugging on them strings. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. And the thing is, in place of, this is a song, a new song written for the movie. And it takes the place of, um, what is a much lighter <laughs> song in the show, um, which uh, in the show, it's like the legend of Loco Chanel, where it's just mm -hmm. like uh, a detailing of the persona of like, yeah. it's like half mixed in with like the idea of like, you know, Hugo did go to London and, you know, was in love with one of the show people or whatever. But like, it's also mainly sort of like, telling Jamie like you have to create this whole new person kind of thing um, mm -hmm. it also has 
a sick ass like quick change from like a white dress to a red dress it's the exact same dress but like it's it happens in truly the split of a second and it's just like i when i saw it the first time floored even when you look at the pro shot it's just like um it's like so fast and so quick and whatever anyways but this um i read that they kind of felt that this song wouldn't have worked as well on screen as it does on stage and like I, I mean, I don't, we don't know, right? I'd like maybe, mm -hmm. but I'm absolutely happy that this is the version of this scene that they chose to have because it like, it just gives Hugo that much more of like a, a character, like a backstory. Mm -hmm. And like, it also adds in a little bit into this whole movie of like part of what being queer is like the revolution of it all so good <laughs> <laughs> jamie is understandably overwhelmed yeah. with you know like watching all because it's cassette after cassette i don't know how long they were there <laughs> looking at these tapes but <laughs> he's got a lot of them yeah. and jamie is just like broken up watching this and it's just like I'm so sorry I have to go <laughs> and he leaves um, and Hugo I think is he doesn't say anything but I think he's like afraid that he might have like scared him off or something um, but also I think it was also hard like reliving that uh, reliving those moments I think it's, it's sort of the thing where you enjoy telling someone about your life but it's also like it was difficult because mm -hmm. you lived it <laughs> yeah. so but yeah. he goes to Jamie goes to pretty uh, and is very much like <sighs> I thought I hide it hard but you know <laughs> I don't I don't I didn't. These people, yeah. they had a lot to go through. Pretty, I was like, wow. And Pretty's just like, yes, yeah, so then you be the revolution because I'm pretty sure they were fighting for you to be able to not have to go through those things that they went through, which is true. Yeah. Um, so Jamie and Pretty go back uh while Hugo is just like he's still like teary going through his old stuff and I'm just like Hugo please I just met you <laughs> I can't be this upset for you already <laughs> he has he has old flowers in a suitcase are you kidding me what are those 20 years old Jesus Christ <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, they go back to the shop, and Hugo is happy to have them back. He has the dress that Loco Chanel wore, the blood red dress. Um, but it's more than Jamie has uh, to afford it, and so he Hugo decides that uh, what he can do for Jamie is once he is able to get the funds for the dress which he's sure he can um 
Jamie has a show booked um, at a drag club that he, Hugo, knows the queens of Legs Legs 11. 11. (laughs) Jamie is now excited because he's got a show. Like, it's all happening. It's happening now. Ray and uh, Jamie's mom, Margaret, who I've I've never said her name since. Her name is Margaret. Um, Ray and Margaret are walking and we can see that they we don't know how how old their friendship extends uh how far back rather but they seem to be fairly close and ray once margaret tells her about what jamie's dad says like maybe you should tell jamie the truth and margaret's just kind of like i don't <laughs> yeah. I, like how how am i gonna and i'm just like well if you start it'll probably help you know he'll be angry but you know but she just doesn't seem to be and I think once you've carried on the lie long enough it just gets harder to part with because her I think her fabricating this lie of a dad uh, that is present was not only a comfort to Jamie but also partially to her as well yeah um because then she could like pretend for a second uh, that things were okay. But Jamie tells them all about the show and the 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 dress and his plan to go to prom as a drag uh, queen. And Margaret is just like, "You want to what now? <laughs> you want to?" <laughs> okay uh i guess and this is where we see like i said earlier the thing of like a bit of apprehension because she's like the world is very unkind but at the same time not wanting to be an additional voice of that like negative additional negative voice yeah so it's like kind of tightrope walking over like this idea of like support the sun but also like Oh man, these this is very much different for this small little town that we got here. Like I don't know uh-huh. how to like you know, protect you from this essentially. Jamie also wants to invite his dad. Um and Margaret says that she'll ask him to which it's just like <sighs> This was a. This was. A, I know you wouldn't want to bring him down at this moment, but don't just yeah. be like, "Oh, I'll ask him," because she knows he's yeah. not gonna go. Yeah, <laughs> he wants nothing to do with with Jamie to begin with, um, much less to go to his drag show. <laughs> like, yeah, could you imagine? <laughs> anyway, but she can't break his heart. So Jamie starts working doubly hard. He works with Ray at I think it's a I don't know is it is it a bakery a deli I don't know they make sandwiches, and he works at the store, and he has his like route in in the morning that he does like earning all of these different uh, forms of cash, so that he can get the money to get the dress, uh, and he pays for it, and he has a dress now. So now at school, um, <laughs> pretty, <laughs> uh, 
Oh boy. Um, Jamie falls pretty into the bathroom and he has he has done himself an an eyebrow situation that is you know it wasn't unsalvageable i don't know what (laughs) there's a clip of like this child she's she can't be older than like five she's probably like three or something and she's done her eyebrows right and the mom is like oh you you did that and the kid's like yeah i did it It was me whatever right and the child goes to look at herself and in the mirror because apparently she wasn't looking in the mirror when she was doing the eyebrow situation and she Mm -hmm. looks in the mirror and she's like what did i did (laughs) (laughs) oh man it's so cute like but it, that at this moment I saw it, I was like, oh my god, this is that baby. Jamie wants Pretty's help to fix his face. Pretty is like, trying to be like, Jamie, I have to go and revise. I don't have time for you with this. But of course, the eyebrow situation is very important. And Miss <laughs> Hedge, their teacher who wanted them to have realistic expectations, of course, hears them in the bathroom. And when Jamie can't escape through the window, uh, he has to reveal his eyebrows. I love to she's Ms. like, Hedge. What are you doing? And he's like, Parkour! Oh, you, it, it's, it's free running. I just got, it just went a bit wrong. It's gone wrong. <laughs> and like, yeah. And when um, they, he has to eventually turn around and uh, they make up this lie that he's the art project um for pretty who is who is who says she's doing like a exploration of gender expression and whatever um and i just absolutely hate this bit like miss mm-hmm. hedge like is so she's like i understand she wants them to have realistic uh, expectations about what their future can be and everything but she does not have to be this cruel like basically he's like she's like why don't you do this in the art room to which they say oh jamie's shy blah 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 and she's like well you have to go do it in the art room and when jamie's like oh i let me just like wipe this off and then we'll go she's like no why would you want to ruin pretty's art like um it's like a form of vandalism or whatever and like essentially just like pushes him into public um with work of art it's so mean i hate it (laughs) you belong in the spotlight on the wall of the tent work of art work of art work of art and like got Vogue vibes and like it's a it's a ver- like I this one and you and and you don't even know it and I think the final song are very like they're just music videos they're just really yeah well executed just like great music videos that I would watch on like on repeat if necessary <laughs> like such good music videos but then yeah there's like a whole bit where she's like. You want to, I want you to be real, blah, 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 blah. And then he, like, gains confidence 
at some point like you know what i you know this is all i've ever wanted blah 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 blah. and then he's like okay they're my backup singers they're my backup dancers it is my show so what now and i'm like yes jamie you tell her (laughs) hugo when initially booking jamie for the show had told jamie to only tell his nearest and dearest for this show but in that moment of confidence where he picked mm-hmm. up, he was like, oh, because I think um, something about a boy in a dress was mentioned. And by Oh, Dean, yeah, and like, so, oh, you're just a boy in a dress. And he's like, no, Dean, a boy in a dress is something to be laughed at. I am a, dra- and a, drag- I'm a drag queen and a drag queen is to be feared. I don't know. I fucked up that entire little line that they said. <laughs> they say it like three times in the movie and I also mm-hmm. still don't know it. Um, uh, which, to be fair, at the time that I he- heard it, I was like, no, don't say that. Boys in dresses are nothing to be laughed at, but okay. But yeah, like I said, he reveals <laughs> I'll be at legs 11, blah, blah, blah. So, L- Jamie is at legs 11 at the show venue. He's on the phone with Pretty who is not allowed to go to the show uh, because her dad doesn't want uh, Jamie to be a distraction even though she's begged Um, and so she can't go to the show uh, despite her him needing her according to him and of course who else rocks up but Dean Paxton and his cronies I mean I say cronies they're just kind of boys that he hangs out with I don't think they're like crew or anything um but of course they're here specifically to jeer Jamie um and to make it difficult for him so when Jamie goes backstage and he sees the queens getting ready he just reverses just like you know what never mind he's caught by hugo though who is um who has put on loco chanel and james is like but i don't have eyebrows she's like i'll do your eyebrows you gotta calm down (laughs) like we're going to help you Yep. That is the hope, but I guess he's because he's new. He's just like he doesn't have that like sense of community mm-hmm. that the others have, uh, which he will gain. But of course, it's just like you don't have to do everything yourself. Like we're gonna help you out. Like that's the whole point. They they give him a makeover to the song "Over the Top." Over the top. My friend, oh, my friend. It's an okay song. I I, I think <laughs> I like it more in the movie. I think than I did in the show. But I I don't I cannot reconcile why that is. So Margaret, of course, um, has flowers uh, sent to Jamie initially. They're thinking, oh, it's nice that his mom gave him flowers. But when the flowers get to Jamie, we realize that she's addressed them from his dad. Like we have now witnessed in process her 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 lie um, that Jamie is so bolstered by because he ends up dedicating the first one to his dad. 
he's about to go on stage and he he still um, doesn't have a name it doesn't have a name he had he barely had on in the shop uh, but now he's about to go on stage and doesn't have a name and vocals like figuring out what is this about what does this mean to you and she was like it's about me 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 and vocals like that's it and I was like and what was do like, you mean is it, <laughs> is it, it? you sure you don't like, want to workshop that for another five minutes maybe I was like is it about her name like it's her name it's a, it's that's that's about it it's about what like what is her name mm-hmm. but it's me 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 uh is yeah. her a new drag name and they me 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 goes out for the first time Pretty has arrived. I don't know what she did to get out of her house, but she's arrived. And Jamie was on to because like he gets on and he's a little bit skittish, and the boys are making a noise and whatever. And then Pretty like sort of appears, and he's like, "Yes, actually, here's some Beverly Knight. The song is Don't Even Know It, <laughs> um, by Beverly Knight. That's cute. Makes sense. But yeah." And he sings that, or lip syncs that, and then we get the end of Over the Top. And like everybody's losing it. They're like, yes! We love this. I'm so glad we got to see, I mean, obviously, <laughs> but I'm so glad we got to see Jamie and Drag, because like in the show, you don't. It ends with like him being introduced, and we get to see like the back of him. So it's like, no, you drag. don't see. No. You don't see him in in the whole show no. at all. Tears, that is, tears, tears. That is <laughs> that is that is real life click. Truly, <laughs> but I'm glad that you know they took this opportunity to be like, yes, now we get to even see him like perform, not even just the look. So, I love that for us. The next day at school. Um, Everybody's talking about Jamie. I was just, I just, I can't help it. Yep. You should have been there. You should have seen it. No, 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 no. Pass it on. Everybody's talking about Jamie. Everybody's talking about Jamie. Everybody's talking about the fire that drives to a bottom of breath. And like, they're bothering Dean. Like, he's like, fuck off, all of you. And they're all just like, listen, last night was the most fun we've had. Like, this little town has a star in the midst, and he's in our class. And they're, like, having the time of their lives. And, like, just being like, oh, my God, there were drag queens and men kissing men. And I'm like, ooh, novelty. Um, (laughs) You know, whatever. (laughs) But um, Dean is not having it at all. Jamie who's well pleased with himself um is late to class like any other coming of age story there's that moment where they had just a little too much hubris there's a little bit of an ego (laughs) they've just gotten all of the confidence and it's like oh buddy (laughs) no (laughs) hedge miss hedge um orders him to remove the eyelashes uh, oh yeah, because he, he has, has like a scarf with like sunglasses on. Yeah, he comes in late and is like, "Oh, sorry, I'm late." Blah blah blah. 
Like, um, he completely brushed past Pretty as well. Like, he just, like, waved at her, but didn't, like, acknowledge her fully. And I'm like, bro, that's supposed to be your best friend. You don't just wave <laughs> at them in the school hallway. What is it you're doing? He doesn't want to remove his eyelashes, so he gets taken to the headmaster's office um, to wait outside. But then Dean comes to bother him. And I think he grabs him. He Like, Dean grabs Jamie, and in retaliation, Jamie kisses him. And is also also reveals that he's gonna come to prom in drag. Dean then is like, I won't go to prom if he if this disgusting thing I say that for a reason, uh, comes to the prom. And so <laughs> so uh, Jamie's uh, mom and Ray come, uh, and they the the principal and Miss Hedge are describing that yeah Jamie can I encourage Jamie to be like the person who he is inside um you want to wear a dress though and Miss Hedge does not want Jamie to wear a dress because she feels that it will take attention away from the rest of the students and they're meant to all be equal um in their distribution practices <laughs> I was like um can we not I skip mean, over the part where this boy is constantly harassing Jamie. Why does it matter what right? he wants? <laughs> right? Because, like, even, like, when they do bring up that, like, Dean called him, like, disgusting and grabbed him and all of that, she kind of brushes it off. I'm like, oh, yeah, we'll deal with that. But, like, the most important thing to deal with right now is whether or not you're going to be wearing a dress at a dance. Um and I was like, he's being fucking harassed. Hello? Like, we're... Yeah. It was it was earlier in the movie as well, where I don't remember specifically what Dean said, but she was just like, I'll pretend I didn't hear that, rather than actually doing anything about yeah. it. And just, I'm just like, that just encourages that behavior because they know they're not going to get punished. I don't like Miss Hedge. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't clear. <laughs> Jamie is pissed off when he goes to see Pretty. Pretty's wondering why he has to go as me, me, me. Why can't he just go as himself? Which, uh, to... like, I know she didn't <laughs> anticipate it going this way, but it mm -hmm. was her who said go in drag. Like, I, I, again, I know she did not anticipate, like, all of this would transpire. Jamie's ego would be boosted. All of that stuff. But at the same time, I was like, babe, it was your idea. Jamie um, begins to reminisce. Uh, well, first, he he says that without Mimi, me, he's ugly. Like, he doesn't have anything but pretty um starts to tell him that the name like jamie jamil is actually quite beautiful of a name it means beautiful it means a lot of things apparently but uh, the primarily <laughs> the primary one is that it's it's like beauty and she ends up encouraging him to go and talk to his father because it's bothering him and so he says when Jamie says that he's not responding to any of his texts she sh he should go see him in person which 
he clearly knows where he lives. Um, so they go up to they Jamie goes up to his dad's house. He is off to a f- to a football game, um, and he seems like he's like no, I don't have time for this. Uh, Jamie just wants a few minutes and just wanted to thank him for the flowers, but. Of course, he just shatters it all completely, like instantly. Just like what flowers? I didn't send you no, I didn't send you nothing. Like what is your? Cards just falls apart. What if? What has your mother been telling you? It's like I'm done with you. Like, uh, that's not. And I was just like, mm, Wayne. And then, <sighs> it's, it's just like how uncaring he is. He really is. The fact that he is like fully rejecting his son in his like to his face yeah and like you can see the hurt in his face and it's like are you not a fucking person with like emotions can you not be kinder in the way that i mean i don't know in how you could you know feasibly be like i want nothing to do with you in a kind way but Mm -hmm. he goes out of his way to be unkind about it as well it's not like him being like matter of fact and him being like, listen, but we don't gel. You weren't the son that I wanted you to be. Gotta go. He's like, he just like digs into like, you know, I'm getting, I'm going to have a real son type of thing. And it's just like, fuck mm-hmm. you, dude. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <sighs> <sighs> this is a Wayne hate group. So... <laughs> Jamie, after the conver- confrontation with his dad, uh, is looking a little rough. Like he's been contemplating like the implications of that for his entire life um, as he walked home. And so when he gets home, his mom is, I think, working on tailoring the dress that he got from Rocco Chanel to fit Jamie a little better. But. <sighs> <laughs> So, okay, before we I, we get into what he says, I guess, in this part in the show, I'm just, like, interjecting, because this, this one was also one of my very, very favorites, um, is, like, Jamie would is, like, singing about how he feels ugly and, like, he doesn't have a place in the world, so, like, ugly is the only thing I do now, etc. And, like, it's, it, it's so heartbreaking to hear him say sing all of that which i don't know why it is that they they took it out of you know the movie but maybe they were just like you know we have enough people saying all of those things you know accumulatively Mm -hmm. um but yeah so by the time he gets to the mom and like fully like loses it in like yelling at her like what you've been lying to me all of this time what else have you been lying about? And so in the movie here, he's like, he actively named, like, what what else was it? The flowers? Okay. What about the birthday card? The 50 quid? Is that, like, all of it was a lie? Um, and then they, like, sort of have a little bit of, like, a tug of war on the dress, which get, gets ripped a bit. Yeah. And he says the worst thing, which is, you ruin everything and then he leaves like he tells her to stop living her life through him as well 
And I was just like, this is some white people shit. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. No, because, because, because. I understand. Yeah. He's upset yeah. that he's been mm-hmm. lied to. But, what? <laughs> you're just going to, you're just going to be like, I, you ruin everything and you need to stop living your life through me. And I'm just like, bruh, you wouldn't be here but for the sacrifices that she made for you she has been your mm-hmm. biggest supporter what are you thinking about that she ruins everything <laughs> i yeah. don't understand i need context and of course his mom is very sad uh about this kind of events truly like i can you imagine like genuinely you've gone out <laughs> of your way to protect this person in a bubble and yes it wasn't fully the most ethical thing you could have done given the turn of events as you said and then they like completely gloss over all of the good stuff that you've done which is primarily you taking care of them and just being like yeah fuck you and all of your efforts you suck (laughs) and then leaving like (laughs) sweetheart I wouldn't know what to tell you. But we have uh, Margaret now singing He's My Boy. He's my boy. My pleasure, my pain. He's my boy. Na, 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 na. He's my boy. Leave me. Don't make it easy. Na, 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 na. I like the the bridge climax. He's my, he's my, he's my, he's my boy. I love that part. <laughs> it's a good breakdown. But mm-hmm. during this, we also get uh, scenes of what Jamie's doing, which is uh, shoplifting uh, <laughs> alcohol uh, yeah. to get drunk so that he could uh, go onto the sports field and again more stealing um, steal scarves and stuff yeah um, yeah steal. like a stand of like <clears throat> yeah. merch yeah and like fashions a little dress <laughs> i mean very creative like what he Truly. managed to do in a few yeah. seconds but uh, utterly embarrassing uh because he's at a football game us and he's drunk so when they start to push him uh, off, they, they're kind of not gentle about it. I think they like, push him into the ground. His nose starts bleeding. His dad, of course. I mean, for the first time, him kind of acting like a dad for like two seconds. He comes um, over to stop the guy who's like beating up Jamie. But then he doesn't say anything. And he just kind of turns and walks off. Um while Jamie's like well, calling after him. Yeah. And he refuses to turn around. Jamie, uh, not knowing what to do, he goes to the house of Loco, uh, wakes up uh, Loco Chanel, who was uh, sleeping, but now uh, <laughs> he's like. The door is closed, the door is closed as the banging continued. But seeing Jamie, he lets him in and gives him some tea. Uh, doesn't do a great his job of treating his wounds, but and that's not his purpose. His purpose <laughs> is to tell Jamie 
that eh, to forget about his father and you know he has uh, so much that he can do with his life uh, all of these things he then goes home and there's hesitation in his face his mother is sitting still at the kitchen table um, as he apologizes and she looks up and it's like what he's like no I'm alright she's like sit down <laughs> um, she apologizes for lying to him which it was okay the lie I mean it was very long form and messed with his emotions significantly and now he has to think very differently when it comes to his father but you know it would have been good to learn other things they apologize and they sing the song my man my boy together my mom that's the only line i remember from that part <laughs> and then she comes in with like a reprise i guess of her bit I like I like the little overlap that they have there. The while he's singing his bits. After they reconcile, it's prom. It's time for prom. Everyone's getting ready. Um, pretty puts on makeup and goes out. Uh, we can see different groups arriving different bits of commentary until we get to uh, Dean and Pretty. Dean, of course, proceeds to call Pretty everything under the sun again, um, despite other girls in the background being like, Dean, that's a lot, you know, that's a bit much. Um, but Pretty ends up standing up for herself by basically telling Dean that he's going to end up as nothing while she's going to go on and be a doctor and that his time of reigning the school is practically over and that will be the end of all of his relevance essentially and I'm just yeah. like god damn Pretty you, I feel uh, like you've been staving that up for yeah. some time I don't know it's, it's um, like very close word wise to that part in Heather's where Veronica is like yelling mm -hmm. at I think it's Ram like you're gonna be a gas station gas station attendant blah 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 that part during the opening number beautiful you know what I'm talking about <laughs> just, yeah yeah that part it's yes, like I very know what you're talking about <laughs> and then he also says something like you don't even have a fucking date and she's like well here is my date, and it's Jamie in like this white dress, very very pretty. Yes, very demure. He is going as Jamie in a dress rather than Mimi. Me, me, me. Yeah. However, Miss Hedge, of course, of course. spots Jamie, <laughs> and is like, "I told you not to come in drag." Um, Jamie's like, "I didn't." this isn't really drag it's just me in a dress because that's what I feel comfortable in and he yeah he's he's ready to accept it he's initially he's just like this is 
a night for you guys you know it's not for me specifically i understand but everyone wants him to be there <laughs> it's yeah. just like you're making this very interesting you can't leave <laughs> um <laughs> it's just, yeah. it's essentially what i feel like it is um but jamie's like no i understand and pretty's just like are you fucking kidding me drops an f-bomb give the muslim girl the the whole fucking um word and <laughs> she uses it expertly she starts <laughs> having pe- people chant i think as well yeah because she's basically like it's like we want him here like if he doesn't go in we don't go in and Miss mm-hmm. Hedge is doing her very best to be like, you guys, do you really want him to come in? Like, let's be serious. I mean, she's very, like, very adamant about him not coming in. Like, it's just like, ma'am, everybody here is okay with it. Everybody here is consented. Like, I don't understand what it, what the issue is at this point. Because no one mm-hmm. feels like it's Jamie's night or Jamie's taking anything away. So all of these people you're claiming to protect, um, whose fun you're p- claiming to protect, have said, here's an indemnity form, we accept, we consent, like this, let him in. Mm-hmm. And she like, relents. <laughs> if she eventually is like, okay, fucking go inside, I guess. <laughs> Jamie, okay, Miss Hedge eventually agrees to acquiesce and let Jamie go in thereby letting everyone go in um people flood in except for dean dean is chilling by a pillar on his own and i thought i thought they were because i again i don't know the show i thought yeah, yeah. that it was no. gonna be even in the show <laughs> i also thought <laughs> i know where you're going <laughs> okay as long as it wasn't just me um yeah. But Dean makes it very clear that he's not gay. Um, Jamie goes to talk to him and is essentially like, look, uh, this is a big night for all of us. You should be able to enjoy. And Dean's just like, no, this is like the law against me. Like, (laughs) oh, my karma is going to catch up to me and I'm going to be like working in a shop and you're going to walk through and not even recognize me. That kind of thing. It's like, and how can I forget you, oh, Dean Paxton? Now dance with me, like one last time, before we all scatter to the winds. And he comes around so quickly. He's just like, "Okay, fine. Here's my arm." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, I guess. let's go inside. <laughs> to which James like, "Please, I'm leading," and grabs his hand, and they go inside. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I he does come around a little quickly, but I guess it's also just like him having been fully put into his place which is something that i feel like he probably has contemplated before um Mm -hmm. and having someone else say that to him probably made it a bit more real i guess they sent his they sent um jamie's mama picture they take like a big group selfie um she's just so pleased that i guess because he got in to (laughs) it's just like oh thank god also i was sobbing here why i don't i cannot (laughs) tell you like when they got the picture and they were super excited i was like stop you're dying i can't do this 
They they all just start to dance and sing to Out of the Darkness, the place where we belong. Out of the darkness, into the spotlight. There's a new thing, shining so bright. There's a place where we belong. That's like, oh, it's such a, it was a good encore number. Um, mm-hmm. And when, uh, when, it happened in the show because it's like the it's the encore part. Uh, Jamie usually like is like because he's it it's usually happening right with the him putting out the trash thing that they do in the movie. Yeah, and yeah. he like runs out and puts out the trash and heels and everything, and then he is like walking back into like the door, aka leaving the stage, and um, we're all cheering Avi, and he's like. Shh, 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 and the the night that we went in particular, uh, John McCray was like, Miss Vanji, Miss Vanji. <laughs> it's a it's a drag race thing. <laughs> like, I know, um, I, I know. Yeah. And like, you could hear there was like one group of young teens like somewhere on the balcony, and mm-hmm. then like me and Tara just like, yeah. That is such a funny joke because we know it. You know, like everybody else kind of just like, all right. And then he does like a, there's a place where we belong. With the mm-hmm. run and everything. Yeah, so fun. Ugh, I love this movie. I love the show. It's so great. <laughs> so that is the end of the movie. I guess we'll get into our ratings. Um, so... Our rhetoric never changes, even though the items do. So, starting off, we have music and choreography. Now, music... Oh, this is actually a rare opportunity where we get to actually include choreography. Oh my god. Yeah. This this happens (laughs) not often at all. (laughs) Oh man. Okay, so for the music, it's again, it's it's very modern. It's pop. It leans heavily on commercial pop side. Um, yeah. As I was trying to figure out what is the name for the mainstream, but it's it's like a not so much bubblegum pop, but just more kind of commercial. Um, the songs themselves, some of them I absolutely vibe with, tend to be some of the more upbeat songs that I vibe with. I, I've never been a fan of, uh, as I, that's a lie. I like a good slow song. <laughs> Sometimes there are exceptions to this rule, but I, I tend to not like that, uh, slow songs that much. So mm-hmm. it's not that it brings down the rating of the music. Um, I just, I'm not so much a fan. This is me like this is me is like the perfect pace for me it's just like it's not a full slow ballad but it like has that emotional drive that's given through the images that we see and i'm just like "Mm, yes sorrow love that (laughs) (laughs) love that for me um it's like, I know that He's My Boy is a song that a lot of people like. 
I just don't connect with the song at all. Maybe because of what happens <laughs> just before it. And it just I'm just like, why are you singing about this child? <laughs> like, <laughs> I understand that, you know, like, this is just a bump in, in your journey. This is a bump in the road. But still, he, like, fully, <laughs> like... He, like said that just because you didn't become anything like he said that to your face I'm like mm, I'm not sure mm. but choreography side of things um, I what was what was that song I really enjoyed um, the choreo in um, everybody's talking about Jamie just because, mm-hmm. you know, like a big number, school-based number. <laughs> I was just high school musical all over it. Um, no, but just because it's like a, a big school number, uh, lots of people. It's not ter- the, the moves they were doing weren't terribly complex, but they were fairly synchronized. I am familiar with the choreography from, and you don't even know it, because mm-hmm. because we had to do the t- so I am familiar with the I am familiar with the original videos that was circulating around the time of the choreography. Um so what I saw on the screen in comparison, I mean they left they they took out some bits, they chopped and chose what they wanted to keep because they had more opportunity to do more with the screen. The the dancers that they had, like in the front and centers, they were very strong. Very, very strong. So I'll say for music and choreography I'll give it 3.75 out of 5 red shoes, red heels. Yeah, I love the songs. They're fun. Most of them are. (laughs) Uh, Of course, we do have the occasional ballad. Um, I think highlights for me are work of art. And you don't even know it, and everybody's talking about Jamie, um, both choreography-wise and visuals and song. Um, hand over, I don't know. Hand over, brick over. I mean, yes, that also <laughs> is a good song. <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying, you said it was that part that you like. I love that part. I love that part. I do. Um, I'm just saying, like in terms of. Um, I don't know, the whole package of the song. Mm-hmm. Like, I love Over the Wall, like I said, but, like, in terms of, like, what they were able to do with translating it from stage to screen, I think it was very well done. Um, and as, like, I it just, I just enjoyed it that much more because, like, work of art specifically, too, um, with all of the dancing and being able to sort of go into a much more stylistic version of what would be happening. I don't know. I think it's re- I really enjoyed that. Um and yeah, the ballads are good. The non-ballads are great. Fun times. I think I'm going to give it I'm going to give it a 4. I'm going to give it a 4 red heels. Nice. So then we have story. So because this is based on truer events, um, 
I mean, I don't know how real the character of Pretty is, because uh, I didn't watch the documentary. <laughs> but I'd say in terms of story, I found it to be like fairly understandable. I mean, it wasn't there wasn't a whole lot going on. It's very much this kid's life um, as he tries to achieve stardom while going to school just before prom and stuff you know trying to make the best of it and of his future uh, career aspirations and learning about like the truth of his community along the way and the history because a lot of the elders died during the AIDS crisis so um the connection the relationships that people have I think are fairly well developed accepting uh, for like Jamie's dad I don't know he's he's not much of a person to me he's just a like a rejection tool but for I'll give it a four for 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 story for um, pretty globes okay um I, yeah, I think it is a much, it's a truer story than what we usually cover um, in that it is based off of a real person and their experiences. I think, I think we don't get a lot of queer coming of age stories, which this feels like, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's like just it's nice to see like on top of the sort of like frothy fun of like ooh I want to be a performer a drag performer and all the makeup and all the glamour and all of that and there's like a grounding of like very real issues and very real like people attached to all of this that's going on um yeah I think we character wise I agree a little bit like the dad is kind of not really a person but more of like a character of a person which I feel like Dean sort of teeters on that as well <laughs> like he's like stereotypical boy you know <laughs> and then we have like one second of a glimpse of his home life which is like I guess his dad on a couch presumably drunk um but yeah, it's just like truly three seconds of that. And then it's like, anyways, moving on. <laughs> um, but yeah, the story itself was, I think, good story told well. I agree. For globes, for pretty globes. And now for enjoyment. I enjoyed it. I it was it was a good time. It was a fun time. It wasn't like I mean it got a little bit sad around the, this is this is this is me is gonna wreck people who aren't prepared for it. <laughs> Especially yeah. if if they don't know that there is a new song and so like they only have like the original cast soundtrack in their minds. Mm-hmm. It's gonna like <laughs> it's gonna be rough. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, no, I I enjoyed it. It was it was a fun little romp um, through 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 Sheffield. <laughs> it has, I think, watchability. I wouldn't mind watching it again. Overall enjoyment, I think I'll give 
four. <laughs> that took that took some prying. I'll I'll give it a four uh, out of five. Um, <laughs> Jamie eyebrows, even right, in the way I... that his weren't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I had I had fun. It was a fun time. I was I enjoyed it because I mean I enjoyed it for various reasons. Not only because it's good, but also because of how like because I've seen the show as well and just seeing the contrast is I yeah they did a really good job in like occupying the space of these songs because like on stage solos tend to not have much to them other than like here is a very talented actor acting a song at you kind of thing um, whereas in a movie, you don't have like the luxury of just being like, I'm here at a concert, right? Um, they like filling that space with flashbacks in some instances, specifically looking at like the bits where Jamie was a little boy and with the makeup and all of that and the dad. Um, and also this was me. Um, which did wreck me because <laughs> I, I did not know what to expect because I, I, I didn't know that the song, I, I knew that a song, I knew that songs were omitted and that there was a new song, but I had no idea where that was. I went out of my way to not find out until actually watching the movie. So when it happened, I was like, ah, I, this is too much. Um, I survived it, Avi, but you know, I was I was very very much taken aback by that. Um, but yeah, I think as an adaptation, it's I think it does a great job um, yeah. as as a movie musical. Even <laughs> it does a great job of like it's not that's not necessarily mutually exclusive. Um, but yeah, I can't really think of anything that made, that would make me think anything other than four squiggly eyebrows that <laughs> reside on top of Jamie's face. Um, so I'm gonna give it four four eyebrows. It's a fun time. I'd probably watch it again. Stream work of art. <laughs> it's a fun time. <laughs> um, I guess yeah. Now it's. Uh, and uh, this leads straight in from what I just said. Okay. <laughs> that's the song I'm using. I figured. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're obsessed. We're obsessed. You can say that. We're impressed. The dramatics, theater magic, cinematic. It's fantastic. We're ecstatic. We're fanatics. Enthusiastic. We're obsessed. All right, this is the part of the <laughs> podcast <laughs> where what? the lyrics will appear somewhere. I'll tweet them. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, this is a part of the podcast where we are talking about things that we're obsessed with, essentially. Um, like I said, theater magic, cinematic, we're fanatics. Anyways, um, I will start off with, I recently watched a two-part uh, 
doc like YouTube documentary on weight in the wings that YouTube channel um, about the Rebecca musical so if you don't know what Rebecca is it's a a, a book <laughs> a thrillerish book uh, that Alfred Hitchcock made a movie adaptation I think it was his first movie I think and very recently there was an adaptation that came out with Army Hammer as like the main male lead. I've not watched either of those, but I know <laughs> they exist. Um, but the musical was like, like if you like, if you watch the the, the two parter, it's it's so interesting to see because it's kind of a true crime story. Really, it's like a whodunit, but like no murders involved. It's just like white collar crime and people scamming people. But like, mm -hmm. it's. It is riveting. Like the storytelling, is, I was just like so involved. I was yelling at the screen like, oh my God, how could you? Like I was very involved. And like, honestly, like looking at some of the clips that were in included in the documentary itself of like the staging of the show, it looks so amazing. Like, it looks so good. And I think it's like a filmed version of like a german production which i think there is um it exists somewhere on youtube as well i think um but yeah it's 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 a good two-parter i i would i recommend it highly um i would also like to uh shout out i guess the waitress announcements so we learned that uh sierra, sierra renee who you might know from frozen you might know from hunchback of notre dame you might know her from legends of tomorrow that one dc show um she is going to be jenna and waitress and they've also cast two black male leads oh hello 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 <laughs> like literally uh, one of which is joshua henry who i know from like a carousel revival one time um he's going to be playing dr pometer and there's tyrone davis jr who's going to be playing augie and uh if and also Joshua Henry is going to be in the Tick Tick Boom film adaptation. I don't know as who, but he is there, so you know. Um, so yeah, that's kind of cool. We're ha we're getting, you know, <laughs> a almost entirely black cast. I mean, not entirely, just like in terms of male lead, in terms of mm -hmm. leads, because we have Becky as well, right? Um, so that's cool. I love that, you know. For us we're winning i guess <laughs> um and in other casting news i feel like i'm preaching to the choir at this point but uh did y'all hear that the wicked movie has been cast or at least the two main leads um alphabet and galinda well it has been <laughs> yeah, Alphabet is going to be played is going to be played by um, 
Cynthia Erivo and Ariana Grande will be playing Galinda. And oh my goodness, the internet was a war zone. It was like a post-apocalyptic insanity um, <laughs> when this came out. Like truly, people have feelings and the, the feelings are very strong. Um, there are people who were upset for Dove Cameron, who, of course, we knew to have, like, she was in call, had callbacks and stuff like that. And I'm pretty sure I was aware of that as being a thing that was actually happening. Um, so people are a little sad for her because she didn't get Galinda. Taylor Louderman posted about how sad she was that she didn't get Galinda. And people are ripping into this woman. Like, she's sad. Let her be sad. I mean, Maybe like some because okay, so she posted, I think she posted um, an article or something or, or screenshot of an article that was like kind of implying um, that Ariana Grande being cast is kind of like a stunt cast thing. And she also posted uh, on her Instagram story, like her being like, you can't in this business, you can't care too much for a role. Um, obviously you need to care enough that you're giving it your all, but like, don't get too attached, blah, blah, blah. And she's very like, you can see that she's either about to cry or has just been crying in like the, you know. And so people are like ripping into her and I'm like, I, you know, like this, this musical has been like in, production hell in like pre-production hell forever right and so i can see how a lot of musical theater people who were into wicked would be like oh my god and i can only assume that she was very far into the audition process yeah that like it's affecting her this way so like i can i can see how she's upset and i can see how that was the reaction that she had um you know but also it wouldn't be a casting announcement in 2021 without people being like Leah Michelle didn't get the role it's like <laughs> can we make it about the people who got the role like it was like honestly the second i saw that this was happening right when the second i saw that the cast had cast had been ca cast had been announced or at least the two leads right i went onto twitter and went on to you know uh trending and leah michelle was trending i'm like why what did what did she say nothing she didn't say anything people were just celebrating that she didn't get alphabet and i'm like y'all need help i don't know what you need but help is one of the things i just what Anyways, so that's a thing. There's also a petition um, to to keep James Corden <laughs> to ban James Corden from being cast in this movie, which is a whole thing on its own. Um, yikes! <laughs> that's all I can say about that. But yeah, that is all of the stuff I think that people were saying. You know, people are curious to see how Ariana Grande is going to do this role um, because even though she you know was in 13 
that was like so many years ago um, in terms of her Broadway credentials, quote unquote. But she's also very close to Kristen Chenoweth, the originator of um, the role. So I feel like there's going to be some mentorship happening in that regard. And also, I kind of just like the fact that like her debut album had the song popular on it, but it was like the Mika version where they're like, where the song itself is called popular song or whatever, but they're interpolating um, popular from Wicked. Anyways, my point here is, I don't know, she, <laughs> she, <laughs> she might do a good job. Let's give her the grace to believe that she will put her all into this, like. She also clearly very much loved Wicked as well, um, judging by the way that she's posted about it and stuff like that. So, yeah, um, that's all I have. I mean, I didn't really have uh, much to share because uh, I I think my brain just let you take over the Wicked <laughs> casting announcement. I have opinions about Ariana Grande that I will just reserve until... <laughs> I hear like a song and until I hear like them preparing the music you know like when they start to do like the press releases um to build yeah. the hype about it or like they do that like YouTube video where they're in the booth in the studio and it's the two of them I'll just reserve my judgment until then it's just mm -hmm. that Ariana Grande has a particular baby style of singing um uh, where all of her words run together and it's like a stylistic choice I know but still I just need her to uh, I'll reserve it I'll hold on I'll hold it in I'll hold it in um, this is not to say that Ariana Grande is not like a very talented singer she is but I'll just hold it in so mm -hmm. then <laughs> in Disney Plus news um which has been like known for some time it's not like news news but <laughs> the, the Hawkeye show and I don't even I don't give like anything about Hawkeye I'll be clear mm -hmm. about that unless it's the specific uh, deaf comic book uh, Clint I don't care especially about Jeremy Renner I don't care but <laughs> in universe they have the listen you can judge me <laughs> in i'm not judging like i'm i'm with you <laughs> specifically in a universe there is rogers the musical it's a musical based on uh steve rogers and the battle of new york and they're going to release a song in 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 that has to do with that musical and i am excited for that song apparently the word tesseract is in it so i'd love to see where they put it probably not at the end because you have to make it rhyme um but i'd love to see where they put it and how it how the song goes so that i'm excited for not hawkeye the series that specifically i mean they even have kate bishop in there and i don't think that's enough to pull me in <laughs> but a musical episode maybe so uh that is all for me <laughs> that's fair um i re um and the wait in the wings also did um uh, like a couple years ago a short little documentary on the spider-man turn off the dark i just thought of this now oh, and yeah, like yeah, yeah. 
that was a fucking disaster. So I'm like wondering what like in universe how it is they're going to portray this bat like battle on stage. I mean, they probably won't show us, but like I'm just kind of now in that universe. Like, how are yeah. they having them fly around? Because we know from the very recent history that it doesn't work very well when you're trying to throw human beings up and down at all times and battling above an audience. Like, it's not, it's not healthy. It's not safe. Oh, uh, so yeah, I'm kind of curious to how that will turn out, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, that's exciting news. <laughs> um, I guess that brings us to the end of this episode. Uh, thank you for hanging out with us. You can catch us on social media <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram at TMM TMM Podcast. You can catch us on Tumblr at Tell Me More Tell Me More Podcast dot tumblr dot com you can email us at tell me more tell me more podcast at gmail dot com we have playlists of songs that we like from the movies that we watch um if you go on to spotify and you go to the profile of tmm tmm podcast you will find playlists for every year that this podcast has existed uh we also have a patreon patreon.com forward slash tmm tmm podcast we have things there you can go and consume those things if you go on to patreon um otherwise i think that's it yeah it is okay so (laughs) (laughs) we are continuing our little prom vember our little queer time with the prom next time so get amped and ready for that until then though i have been your host leah and i've been your host adicia and this has been tell me more tell me more the podcast goodbye goodbye hi leah again as i was editing the episodes news of stephen sondheim's passing came out So on behalf of the podcast, I'd like to say rest in peace to one of the most influential and incredible musical theater writers. He was an inspiration to me, and though he'll never know it, he's changed my life and made me feel deeply and think in new ways. He has done so much for us in the community and will not be forgotten. His legacy will live on and continue to move people. And it's not much, but I'm sending all of you who feel affected love, positive energy, thoughts, and prayers. Thank you for listening to our show.